How do? Ian Crawford, cutlery safety expert here. I work for the steel and cutlery manufacturers, Allied Trades, Industries and Guilds Association, Sekmatiaga for short. And I'm helping to raise awareness about health and safety, especially the dangers of cutlery. So remember, think once, think twice, think fork, spoon and knife. By the way, thanks for listening. If you ever want to get in touch with your cutlery stories, questions or feedback about this podcast or something else, I have some contact details at the end of this episode. So keep listening. Anyway, I have some good news. Our main sponsor, the Tallahassee Bagel Company, that burned down a few episodes ago, have received a payout from their insurance company, and they have committed to building back bigger and better. Their bagels will be the same size, but the factory will be a big improvement. They're not in a position to pay for advertising just yet, but they hope to be back supporting this podcast soon. They've shared some top-secret plans with me about introducing a new product when they return to full production. It's called the Bagel Bulge Buster. It's a diet bagel that basically uses exactly the same ingredients, but it just has a bigger hole. People have been asking about our cutlery training workshops. We've been advertising them online and on social media. Thanks for all your emails, messages and comments of support. I will say more about them soon, including our Wellbeing with Cutlery three-day residential programme called The Art of Forkfulness, where we say, take time to focus on the time. More details in a future episode, I think. Well, with all this online activity, I'm sorry to say we've had our first internet troll. Oh yes. On a recent Instagram and Twitter post warning people about the dangers of using steel cutlery when driving, some smart Alec, calling himself Alec3001, wrote, Thanks, I will use plastic cutlery in future when I am driving at 110 miles an hour. Well, don't worry, we've reported him and blocked his account and can only hope he soon gets the help he needs. You may have seen a campaign warning people not to use cutlery when driving. Perhaps you've seen some of our posters stating, Steer clear of steel at the wheel. That's one of mine. It's currently running as a pilot poster campaign in the southbound motorway service station toilets M1, M6 and M40. If it proves successful, we're going northbound. People say, is it really a big problem? To which I remind them that if Sheila McPhilly had seen this poster, she would probably still be alive today. Sadly, she isn't. Yes, you guessed it, she's dead. I'm afraid she was so busy driving and eating with cutlery in her hand, she didn't see the fork in the road. But the fork in her hand had no trouble finding a major artery and she was gone in 60 seconds or less. So please, no cutlery when driving. Just remember, stay clear of steel at the wheel. I can't understand why it isn't in the highway code. And in fact, I've been in touch with the Minister for Transport. I said, look, you've all these reflective studs on the road, white studs for the lanes of of the middle of the road. I said, uh, you've got red studs for the left of the road, green studs for the edge of the main carriageway at laybys and slip roads. You've even got amber studs for central reservations on a dual carriageway and motorway. All I am asking for 
is a flashing silver fork and spoon every one kilometre to warn drivers to put their cutlery down when driving. I've had no reply, which I take as good news and can only assume this genius idea is being discussed in the corridors of power as we speak. Now, I mentioned the troll earlier and his mention, if you don't mind, of the P word. There is nothing that will get us more wound up at the steel and cutlery manufacturers allied trades, industries and guilds association, Sacmatiaga for short, than mention of plastic cutlery. Hey, let me tell you about this. I was driving well within the local speed limit recently and indeed I'd adjusted my speed downwards slightly to take into account the local weather conditions and wind direction when I stopped at a red traffic light, as I normally do. And there on my left was a bush shelter with a couple of young folk, <laughs> tucking into some food. By the way, traffic lights and pedestrian crossings are quite interesting here in the UK. Would you believe there are at least seven different types of crossings? There's the zebra, the puffin, the staggered puffin, the pelican, the staggered pelican, and even a toucan crossing. Well, I have sent a follow-up letter to the transport minister and asked asked them if there could be a new type of crossing and lighting system, perhaps using blue fork to stop, purple knife to slow down and maybe a pink spoon to mean go. <laughs> Just a suggestion. We would still use the black and white stripes for the crossing, but the stripes would be the prongs of a giant fork painted on the road. This time I did get a reply suggesting my idea whilst having some merits they would not be adopting the idea on this occasion. I wrote back and asked them, if my idea can't be adopted, would they consider fostering? Still, no reply, which again, I can only interpret as good news. Anyway, I'm stopped at the traffic lights. There in the bus shelter, I see this young couple tucking into some food, one of them eating a burger and the other tucking into a pizza. You probably know what I'm going to say, but for goodness sake, when did it become perfectly acceptable to sit in public eating food with your fingers? Have some decorum. I had to wind down my window and advise this young couple, either take your own cutlery with you in future, or ask the takeaway restaurant for cutlery. But I have a top tip. Please don't let them fob you off with the plastic stuff. Oh no, oh no. I want you to walk up to the counter with confidence and look the assistant in the eye and say, plastic is drastic, keep it real with steel. The only other choices, of course, are to take your own environmentally friendly, reusable, washable steel cutlery or take your food home, for goodness sake. The young couple in the bus shelter seemed to be taking on board my advice and although I couldn't hang around as the traffic lights soon turned to pink, I mean green, I headed off, but I think they must have got the message because as I looked in the rear view mirror, I could see they were waving after me, gesturing and making the international sign of what I think was a fork. By the way, the same of course goes for eating fish and chips. Forget the wooden fork or even the plastic blue sporks they try and hand out these days, no thank you. This is actually connected to our campaign for keeping oceans and sea life safe. Just remember, wood is no good, plastic is drastic, keep it real with steel, avoid the spork and save the seal. It's easy to remember. 
Well, <laughs> that's enough from me. If you enjoy these podcasts, please do follow and please do share. You can also get in touch with any messages, requests, feedback or cutlery-based stories, accidents, information, etc. It's always good to hear from fans of cutlery. You can either visit safecutlery.com, it actually exists, that's safecutlery.com, or contact me, spoonsense at gmail.com. That's all one word, spoonsense at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. But whatever you do, please stay safe, take care, and remember, think once, think twice, think fork, spoon, and knife. Stay safe, but most of all, stay cutlery safe.